0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Wagon Lift Podcast, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Hey, we're here. We're all
0: here. And Eleven. Good to
2: be here.
0: Eleven years removed from his last major championship. Uh, think about that. Eleven years. Uh, and Tiger once again is a Masters champion. Forty-three years old. Hello. We have, in my opinion, witnessed the greatest comeback in sports history on April Fourteenth, two thousand nineteen, in Augusta, Georgia. Tiger Woods wins his fifth green jacket. We were all in front of our TVs glued to him and experiencing this. So I guess we'll kick this off by just going around the horn and everyone give their initial thoughts on your reaction and experience on Sunday.
1: Yeah. Um, historic, emotional. Um, I cried. Uh uh-huh.
2: How many people do you think cried uh, yesterday?
1: I think 90%.
2: Oh, my gosh. Um, What an emotional day. And
1: especially the walk-off with with Sam and Charlie there, his mom there, same place that he hugged Earl in 97. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think so many people doubted whether they would see this type of day again from him. And so many of of us are older that kind of grew up with Tiger and then seen the fails and see what he went through. And now to see this happen at that golf course – unbelievable like you you can't write a better story and it goes to more than sports it touches us in a different way than just sports does so this is a redemption story it's a story about yeah. not giving up and it's mm-hmm. a story that you know needs to be told
0: yeah. without
2: question i've lo- been through it all all of it and 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 the fact that i mean you hit on it hit it right on the head scotty about it's a redemption story it's it's not oh you can remove yourselves from all sports and tell this story and you know he's come out a winner he's come out a champion and he's only getting started i know i said last week uh that Mm. i feel like he uh was ramping up but clearly he took one for it all and what a day but i was saying before we pressed record on this podcast that you know watching the entire tournament yesterday or on sunday morning it was really exciting and exhilarating, and like you really got all of your emotions all bottled up watching. Yeah. But then when he won, maybe I'm the one that's going against the grain. But when he won, like as emotional and excited as I was for him, I also found it found it a little anticlimactic. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm with you, and I think that's just how oh. we won. I, I'd love to hear your reaction. <laughs>
0: Uh, I didn't definitely didn't feel anticlimactic. Uh I also teared up, Scotty. Uh thanks, Mabo. I I wanted him to win. I, I I don't root against anybody, but I thought the entire tournament was just so exciting having so many people involved coming in down down the stretch. Um and you know, I, I so on eighteen I was I was hoping Brooks would make the putt. I was yeah. hoping he would go to the playoffs only because I want as much drama as mm. I can possibly right. fill up. Um, but I wanted him to win. I, I guess I was almost shocked at my feelings and emotions when it happened because I hadn't really thought about how I would feel yeah. when it happened. And I started to just get, like, spine tingles. I started to get, mm-hmm. like, t- when he made that putt, and then he and then he just let out this raw reaction of, like, just a – like, his head – his, his arms just fly in the air, and the crowd's going nuts. The crowd's chanting, Tiger
2: oh yeah
0: (laughs) he's hugging his kids it was just like holy shit i'm getting spine tingles just talking about it right now i thought at the very end of the tournament that was the best thing cbs did coverage-wise all weekend we'll get into that later on but um the Jim nance kind of laid out they just let the crowd go they uh, captured the moment they captured a great moment with his kids with his mom with his wife like scotty uh pointed to i'm sorry his girlfriend uh, like Scotty pointed to, and um, I just didn't, I didn't really. Th- I thought that he would contend in majors. I thought that he would win PGA Tour events, but with all of the talent out there, I don't think anybody truly knew deep down like he's definitely gonna win another major. I mean, we're all still kind of on pines and needles with right. Will's back hold up. Um, he's it's, it looked good, he's felt good, but you know he's an older guy and. I, until he made that shot on sixteen, Scotty, that started trickling by the hole and yeah. almost goes in. Uh, I, you know, it was crazy because there's so many people involved. And then you're, as soon as he hit that shot on sixteen, I'm like, he's gonna win this. He just has to par out. Like yeah. he's he's been flushing it all day down the back nine. He's just gotta par out, and he didn't even need to make par on eighteen. It turns out, but. It was just, when it happened, I just felt this shocking uh, emotion through, through my body, and I couldn't be happy for him.
2: I'm, I'm so very happy. Congratulations, Tiger Woods, for this amazing uh, feat and, and becoming a champion of the Masters. because that was amazing. It sounds,
0: it's crazy. And in 11 years, 2008 was the but, last one he won. When's
1: the last time everybody was rooting for the same person? And yeah, this guy got, the world. This guy right. got you, Obama and Trump to send it to send yeah. a tweet. Congratulations! <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's unbelievable the effect that this person has on the sport and right. all of us as humans. I, I don't think you watched that yesterday. And root against them. I don't think anybody that's human does that.
0: I, I don't. Not at all. It's singularly like the mo- like you said. When's the last time? I don't think anybody has ever rooted for one person so hard worldwide. I, the the one time you mentioned Obama and Trump. The one time I could think of maybe our country on the same side was I think it was the 1984 Olympics when sure. when the the bunch of U.S. college hockey kids beat the the Russians. Russians yeah. Um, it, that that would be the only thing that would come close, I think, in terms of everybody rooting for this one common th- outcome. But that was that's one person. I mean, there's people all over the world. You could you, you know, and I'm sure all over the world, uh, rooting for that one person, which is crazy.
2: I mean, Tiger even said it in his conference last night about how it's now and it's an international sport. I mean, it always has been, but it's even so much so like the magnitude about the whole world just being and understanding the sport of golf and rooting for certain people. You had Molinari, you have so many others from all around the world. And for the fact that I feel like collectively Tiger... Everybody was rooting for him. It was kind of funny cuz I feel like everybody was rooting so hard against everybody else. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's part of it. I mean, even the players, you could tell are are and I want to get into this more later, but I think even the players have some work cut out for them now because you could tell in some of the post-round interviews that they are all most of these younger players have all grown up watching Tiger Woods not playing against him. And while I still think that golf is as talented as it's ever been, I think the fee- the field right. and the PGA tour is as deep as, as it's ever been in terms of talent. So I think it'll be, it'll be harder on Tiger going forward, but it'll also be much harder on them because if he's anywhere near the final groups on Sunday, it is going to be an experience. Like these young kids have to think about how they're going to deal with right. that. Like yeah. it's nobody's rooting for you. They're all rooting for him. And, these galleries are going to be insane.
2: But let's let's let me circle back real quickly about my comment about being anticlimactic because I don't want to underestimate the fact of how amazing it was to watch him win. I just think that the pockets were so deep in regard to the 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 competition throughout the entire um, Sunday tournament that it was so amazing to watch so many people be in contention. Throughout all eighteen holes, yeah. And so, you
0: thought you wanted like a birdie or eagle yeah. or something crazy to happen, yeah? Yeah,
1: because you, you
2: you mentioned at sixteen, like that's where he really sure. made his made his mark and and just put you know separated from the pack. I would have enjoyed, you know, it would have been cool. Of course, if if Kapka and him did a playoff round, but at the same time, I am like, it was so, it was awesome. It was yeah. really really cool morning to yeah. watch.
0: It was great. A little early for us in the West Coast. Early. I was just, um, just going to say a little The early one downer though. for us. I mean, great for East Coasters, especially if you're a Game of Thrones fan. You had, you know, your Master Sunday, and then you kind of had a separation. You got to regroup and recap and then get ready for some GOT action. Uh, we all kind of watched that as well. But for us, it was really, it was tough, man. 6.20 in the morning, and the leaders are teeing off. Like, you couldn't even, I tried to just wait an hour and watch it on delay. I probably watched it 20, 30 minutes delayed. Um, so I didn't really, uh, get too much sleep the night before. So it was tough to wake up that early. I'd rather have it later in the day, but you know, mm-hmm. whatever we, 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 I'm glad they did it because yeah. it rained as they were doing the tro- trophy ceremony anything on Monday. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk Scotty a little bit yeah. more about the tournament okay. itself. Uh, what a leaderboard. Yeah. I-, I thought it was exciting from start to finish Thursday through Sunday, it was changes you know bryson got off to a great start yep um you know jason day Justin played day. well all week somebody's uh, pick i forget who but. yeah yeah it was, yours. <laughs> it was yours although i did take scotty's pick and i put i put money on jason day in vegas so i was kind of i was kind of team day for a little while
2: but you didn't take the two requests that i asked you to put Well, money
0: du- you, you asked dustin johnson he lost so.
2: <laughs> yeah. so, we, so so
0: i saved us some money there
2: no problem but i also asked you didn't to put tiger
0: i uh, know you
1: didn't
2: yes i did. I did. You don't. know I did, All right. too.
1: Let's talk Anyways. about the, the tournament itself, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was very worried watching the front because Molinari was getting up and down and making parses oh from God. everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Um, he and I said, the little, you know, Ingl- uh, uh, he's just not, the Italian guy is just not going to make mistakes. Oh oh my my gosh. Gosh. Molinari. Molinari. And he was, and he made Great up and downs. Up and down on 10 um, was fantastic. Uh, the up and down on 9 was fantastic. Uh, on 6, side. when he flared the grid, yeah. fantastic up and down. So I was, a, but the way that he was hitting it, you could tell that he didn't have this best He stuff. didn't have it, yeah. And then, obviously, on 12, Golden Bell, mm-hmm. he tried to hit a weak 8-iron draw at that flag. By the way, so did Poulter and so did Brooks. <laughs> Um, and made a huge mistake. Now, what is more interesting to me about Molinari is not so much at, at 12, because we've seen so many people make that mistake before, most notably Jordan Spieth, and it's killed a lot of people, is on 15, he hits it into the crap, but he's got 40 yards to chip it out over there, and he ends up way left, and then mm. goes at the pin from <laughs> a way left tuck position underneath the tree all he left. There's almost 80 yards down to the right where yeah. he could have missed. By the way, he could have put in the middle of the green two-putt and still walked away with five. Yeah, he so, compounded his mistakes So the for very sure. fact that, that he decided to go way left with his layup and then go at the flag from about, I don't know, 70, 80 yards mm-hmm. and hit that tree branch, I don't know what he was thinking. I didn't—because of the coverage, we didn't get to see what Molinari's second shot was. Right. But— um, I, I have huge issues with how he played both 12 and both 15 and they ended up costing him not yeah. only a second major title, but most importantly, a green jacket and a lot big paycheck.
0: Yep. Yeah. He, he, you know, Jack has always said, Jack Nichols has always said, you know, I think he said the most important or one of the most important tee shots on the whole golf course is 12. It's like, you know, you just have to pick the club that's going to no matter what get you over the water. If it doesn't get you over the water you you know, you can't play for the bunker or just a little bit short because if you're half the yard off with the little spin, that thing just spins back into the water. Like you have to get that ball to the middle of the green, like Tiger did. Yep. Um, by
1: the way, Tiger hit nine
0: there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, Tiger hit nine, and someone uh, did Brooks hit eight or nine. I don't know. I think he,
1: Brooks probably hit nine. Uh Poulter went in the water too. Poulter, Poulter went in the water. water. They all
0: went after the pin. Yeah. That was the problem. They all went after the pin. The wind wasn't really doing much, so it was still a little pu- uh, puzzling that. Look, you could still go after the pin, but you got to go after the ball. Long no, it swirls as swirls at 12. Yeah, it swirls a little bit, but you you just got to go after the ball. You can't make that mistake. Um, and Finau uh Finau played a little played good and then he couldn't couldn't make a putt near the end uh, either. Um, and uh, I think he did he bogey 12 too. I think you in the water too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so two guys on that same group four, go in the water.
1: 4, four, four, four out nine. of the last 6. <laughs> yeah
0: it was insane uh the amount of people that put it in the water there um it, you know it, so in terms to Emily's point to Emily's point in terms of being anti and this is how Tiger beats you especially at Augusta I think uh is you, he just sort of waits it out like yeah. you know you had Tiger um it was like watching like Ali box like they they got You know Tony and Molinari got rope doped. Like they just Mm -hmm. like Tiger just hung in there. Molinari was making birdies early. He couldn't he couldn't make a bogey if he tried early. To your point, and he uh, and then you get to twelve and Tiger's just waiting, patiently waiting, plotting his way around the golf course. And then they show some vulnerability and bam, Tiger attacks. (laughs) And that's kind of what happened. And they just sort of gave it up on thirteen and fourteen. And Tiger just played safe, played to the right pin locations, played to the middle of the green. Uh he he didn't make a mistake coming in and just flushed it.
2: He kept his cool. And yeah. he, he and you definitely invisibly saw that in regard to just maintaining his emotion. Maintaining I, I was listening on Thursday to the coverage and I thought it was pretty um an interesting comment made by the commentators about how, you know, going into this, Tiger said that he is really focusing like he has over the last few Uh, tournaments on focusing on his heart rate on his breathing rate and just his cadence of just remaining calm because he knows it's a long weekend and that if he can keep all of those at bay and remain level he's gonna have a great weekend and clearly just what you were saying Steve in regard to how he pounced at the right moment kept his cool all the way through I mean it was I mean what better way to watch
0: yeah I mean, he just did what he had to do. Um, I think he hit like 58 greens in regulation.:
1: He's number one on the week.: Yeah, in number one regulation. On the week and, but like which is crazy. And driving
0: it, which is yeah, and but driving, you know, at least he still hit it straight for the most part. He got in that trouble at 10 where he got behind the, the tree there. he had to punch out
1: then,
2: and he had to punch and, out in
0: two, right and 18. and, and yeah, in 18. And 18. Yeah. So maybe those three drives, but other than that, I mean, he was ripping it down the middle um all week and he's you know uh, he's dialed back the driver a little bit from what we've heard um so he's again he's not swinging it he's not trying to swing at 130 miles an hour and i think that's helped him keep things in control mm-hmm. um so when when look tiger knows that plays so well when he putts as well as he did and he drives it as well as, as he did like we all know he's gonna hit the right iron shots so i mean it was it was just a it was a clinic really if you look at them on Sunday.
2: Right. Question about though the putting. I know that we were talking prior about how it would be at a 14. It wasn't. The
0: greens? Yeah, the well, it greens. Never
2: rained, right? I it know so soft. it was a lot softer.
1: Right. That's right. So so you can't run the sub air and you can't cut as much when it rains. Um yeah, I thought they were definitely so, but I think on the putting what really I think changed the round for me is the two-putt that Tiger had on nine. Oh, that was From the crazy. very back. That was crazy. And Brando, I know Chamblee, uh put it out on Twitter, that is the greatest two-putt by any Masters champion <laughs> on that on that hole. Because it's really the one bag of iron swing that Tiger had all day yeah. and put him in a really bad spot. And that two-putt was just disgusting.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, you were like, wow, is that going to get – I mean, it just trickled. It took yeah. like – I think Jim Nance said it took like a minute for the ball to get there. And it stopped – Right at the hole, like it was perfect speed. Um, as so how how he could even see that putt, that literally just goes to show you all of the experience that that guy right. has in the course. I mean, that's that took a lot of guts to hit that putt.
2: Perfect he said it speed. Was, Jim Nance, I believe, said it was a fifty-yard putt that took all fifty seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was crazy. I don't know. Maybe it was the gum. I don't know what. It, <laughs> we have any thoughts on the gum? Him and Did Phil just going off on the gum this week. Yeah, I guess. That's what he said. He said his uh it curbed his appetite a little bit. I don't know.
1: He gets too hungry during the weekend. <laughs>
2: There's nothing. Kevin, there's nothing wrong with uh, uh, nibbling. Uh, maybe yeah. the
1: peppermint, you
0: know. Maybe the peppermint. Well, oh, well, I think like him and Phil, like Phil like are some up to CBD something. Oil, like yeah, oil. I, I did yeah. see the CBD oil yeah. behind the. Uh, he's like, he's literally hiding behind like his caddy, <laughs> yeah. like, and could, the cameras catch him, and he like pulls out some oil and puts it on his tongue. And we're like, all right, Phil, you're not. I hope it was oil and not anything else. So, but. <laughs> well,
2: uh, we won't know until we get him on this podcast. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> Phil
0: will be on tomorrow.
2: Yeah, no problem.
1: Can we just stay on Phil for one second? Yes, yeah. of course. His oh. Instagram video against <laughs> Matt Kuchar, where they play together. What a burn. Oh, How great gosh. is that?
0: Great video. Uh, for anybody who hasn't seen it, if you're asleep. Dropping bombs. If you're asleep on golf internet uh, or golf Twitter or golf Instagram Oh he will take us weekend.
2: through it, Steve. So, oh,
0: he, so Phil just basically narrates his way down Magnolia Lane <laughs> while he's driving the car. <laughs> Phil's dr- driving up to Magnolia Lane, which is a weird thing to think about in general, right? Uh, it's Phil Mickelson driving down th- up to the clubhouse. And he basically said, it's going to be a great day. I'm going to hit some bombs. Um playing against Matt Kuchar, so I'm, we're probably not going to gamble. I'm probably going to butcher this, but he's like, I'm probably not going to gamble because I'll see like 0.01% of
2: anything.
0: <laughs> total rip on Kuchar. Uh, but it was just, I thought it was really personable. I want to see more of that stuff. It's great to get yeah. inside players' cars as they're and driving into feels Augusta. like the
1: one guy that could do that. Yeah, right?
0: Goofy Phil. Yeah. I mean, Kutra wouldn't take it too serious, right? So uh, a great little Instagram post. Um, What do you want to go to next? You want to talk about TV coverage? Let's do that. Yeah,
2: let's talk about like sure. the overall thoughts on that. I know that you I, uh, have some strong opinions I, in regard I, to that being also a part of the broadcasting world. Hmm. Steve, what do you got to say?
0: Yeah, so um, Scotty – I know Scotty has some strong opinions too. We haven't discussed what those are, so I hope I don't like step okay, on that. But I'll just say – I'll start with the, the – uh, I thought overall, in terms of the good, um, they did a pretty – Jim Nance and Nick Faldo did a pretty good job all weekend. I thought the Sunday coverage – As they always um, do. As they always do, yeah. Um, A couple things on Sunday. One was when Tiger Woods, like, drove it into the woods on 12 and had to, like, pitch out. They went to a weird, like, Nick Faldo interview. Like, they're in Butler cabin and and, and Faldo got all – uh, Teary eyed, they were like, I forget they were doing some tribute or ceremony. I don't know if you remember that interview. So it was kind of a touching moment, but it was it's weird. It's like tigers in the shit. Like <laughs> I got to we got to know what's going on. I don't need to see this for five or six minutes. So that was a little bit of an odd timing, you know, odd timing to do that. I think maybe do that on a Saturday when people are less inclined. And but I don't know. Um, then as as things got closer down the stretch, um, we just didn't see enough of the other players. It seemed like they stuck to that final group and they showed. All live shots of of the Tiger Molinari, um, yeah. final group, and most of that we should have seen live. Like everybody wants to see every shot Tiger Woods hits. Obviously, everybody wants to see uh, Molinari because he's, he's the leader right. uh, at that point. So you're going to have to show those two live. But there were a, a handful of other players that still early in the day that were within two or three shots of the leader and big uh, names. I mean, can uh, we talk about Jason my pick? Day, John Rahm, <laughs> Dustin Johnson, Ricky? Uh, Justin Thomas even poked his head up there
2: right.
0: it, towards the end they got completely overwhelmed and all of a sudden like a bunch more people started making runs like Bubba Watson got into it so I can understand at the end a little bit
2: you have to triage uh, i
0: know and I'll I'll yeah. preface this for anybody who kind of doesn't know but when you're covering golf obviously there are sim over an 18 hole course there are simultaneous things happening so the way you direct and produce golf is that you have to basically, for lack of a better term, build playlists. So multiple things are happening, think about multiple producers in a replay room, basically making in and out points, you're basically editing, so you might see something a minute after it happens, you might see something 15 seconds after it happens, but someone is basically constantly editing this ever-growing playlist of of a timeline of things that are happening, and that's how you cut golf. Um, There are a few other subtleties that I won't get into, but. So I can see how th- basically the more people that are involved, the harder it gets to cover. But um, this is the Masters, and what I what I didn't like was that there were clearer times where coverage could have been cut away from when they were just sh- they were just showing the Tiger Group walking to their balls. At some point. So they were just discussing things. I'm like. Let's see some let's see some golf here. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see Dustin Johnson. Let's see they waited uh,
1: there's a lot of waiting shots in the fairway.
0: A lot of waiting in the fairway where they just it just wasn't as tight as it should have been. My little, um, in my opinion. My
2: little beef about that on um, just watching them waiting in the fairway, it would be one thing if they were conversing with the caddy and we were able to listen in on yeah, the audio. Yeah, I was going to go
0: there too. Yeah.
2: But we no didn't audio. see that. No audio, it was just their face. And like i'd much rather see dj
0: it almost seemed to me like i know that the masters sometimes has some control not sometimes they definitely have a lot of control over the way things look the way things feel um you know cbs has had this contract forever so the masters has some control over what they want to hear and see and what they don't and cbs kind of has to just succumb to that but uh we didn't hear any i mean i th- i think and think of two occasions um where i heard a little bit of player caddy chat i didn't hear it at, at all like discussing shots i had no i felt like i had no audio access to besides the birds chirping um you know I, on the course of, to like you know anything that was going on so um and then lastly from a technical perspective they the 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 shot tracer was was f up like half of the time like i was seeing shots come off the tee and like look like they're gonna swirl right and i'm like oh shit and then it was just like oh middle of fairway yeah
2: pretty good <laughs> yeah but i do on the 18th tiger's second to no third to last shot they didn't even have a tracer on him
0: yeah they, there was a when couple was in the woods. S- puzzling shots where they yeah, didn't have the a tracer right. Anyway, scotty do you have I, I have one other thing but scotty what, um, one I,
1: I think you hit the nail on the head the the shot tracer was confusing um Look like like a lot of times like guys were going way left, especially right. like Brooks and some of the longer hitters, and they're in the they ended up in the fairway every time. Like it looked right. like they were going way left.
0: And sometimes you can tell if there's like a glitch, like it flashes or like <laughs> it it like doesn't track the ball as good because you can see the ball and then you see the tracer away. This just was like it was almost like the tracer just was like fifteen yards off or something.
1: The I algorithm wasn't. I mean, my again I go back to so this. My big beef is we didn't get to see Mulinary's second on 15 yeah and at this point yes he he puts the ball in the water on 12 but they all birdie 13 and so Molinari is very much in in the play here yeah and we don't even get to see probably the most important shot right I mean wonder if he went way right and tried to unbelievably superman shot right like that's why I have a big beef with is we didn't get to see that so I don't know why he ended up that far left yeah which basically was the end of his tournament once he was that far left
0: right and yeah, to your point, like we just like looked in and all of a sudden like Molinari's like getting ready to hit the shot from like yeah. way left, under kind of under the tree at a weird angle to the pin. Um, and then he hits like a pine cone or a tree branch and it just you could hear an O and then that's a little bit early, so we didn't know it hit anything when right. we were watching it live and then you just it just drops in the middle of the lake. You're like, Okay, he didn't chunk it, so he must have hit something. But just an unbelievable dramatic part of the tournament, and they missed a, a crucial shot that he right. took. And I, I know
1: th- they were showing that group on the green uh, and headed them because Jim Dance even said that Molinari has went ahead and laid up. So you're thinking like he's like 80 yards out in the fairway, and then when they cut to him, yeah, he's way left.
0: Way left, and then if we're getting small, but also they, I, you know, I thought we didn't see enough of the the. Um, uh, Ricky was kind of out of it, but we didn't see enough of the of DJ in this yeah. broadcast at all. Right. And again, they both made but they both made late charges. So another thing, Ricky was putting, he was at minus nine after 14, and then they flashed to him and it says the putting for Eagle on 15. So are like, this up. gets him to eleven. He was putting for Birdie. Yeah. So uh, he drills that putt. I jump out of my seat. I'm like, we're back in it, baby. This Let's go. And then uh, he posts up like minus 10. I'm like, wait, that was an eagle. Like, you he he should be 11 under. Like, what What happened? So I was like looking on my phone. I'm like, they-? like." so obviously they just messed it up. It was a birdie putt. Yeah. It wasn't an eagle putt. Um, People make And sense. Ricky actually, he played really good down the stretch until 18. And, and he, you know, he should have made that putt on 16. He hit a good shot. And then he missed that short yeah. putt on 16. That would have got him to. 12 or that would have gotten to 11. Yeah, but anyways. So point being is we should have seen a little bit more golf from some of the other guys coming in. The last thing I'll end on a good note that I thought they did a terrific job of is when you have historic moments happen. So the Tiger victory moment. um, I don't even really remember what Jim Nance said, but that's okay. Like I don't think we should. It's not about Jim. It's not about anybody that's announcing that moment. At the moment, it's about Tiger. It's about the star, and just to hear the sights and sounds of the crowd on 18 chanting to see his raw emotion i mean there was just there was nothing needed to be said he didn't say much and it was that sometimes that's very hard for announcers to do because their job is to talk over almost everything right so they just let that moment breathe and you could kind of you just kind of felt like you were there so i thought they did a good job kind of covering and that moment and capturing the emotion and the story there Mm -hmm. um yeah, but, so that's it. I think that's all I got on the coverage.
2: I've got to say, one, but I would give
0: it a B minus overall.
2: <laughs> okay, well, I'm not gonna put a grade to it, but I just I have to say one of the things that I thought was hilarious in uh, the coverage or oh yeah, we, 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 we if was, you looked at the Waggle
0: and Whiff account, this was a very funny one.
2: It was I thought it was great. Uh, <laughs> so, Nick Faldo says, "Holy lame penis, Peter." <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know if Nick Faldo meant – if he said something else and we just didn't capture the accent right. I don't know if he meant to say this off air and it came through because he talked over Jim Nance, too. Because Jim Nance – or somebody was narrating. I don't know if it was Jim, but somebody was actually calling the action. They're like, oh, he's in the water. And then you just hear Nick Faldo's voice pop in over whoever was announcing what was happening and says – It literally said "Holy Lamb's Penis Peter." It was it was like a. Lame. Did he just say lame? lame We couldn't. We were arguing about whether he said "lamb (laughs) penis" or "lame penis." I, I don't know. It sounded like "lamb penis" to me, but. Oh. I, I don't, if somebody else can try to figure out what he was trying to say, that would be great. Um, I would love to hear, but I think it was actually just like a mistake.
2: <laughs> no, but I thought it was a great mistake just because...
0: A great it, mistake?
2: Yeah, it was a great mistake. That's interesting. If it was a mistake, it, it was a good one because it was funny and it, funny was, re- it <laughs> was real. And that's what people want to see on the <laughs> yeah. broadcast. Is no, I, I think it's real, funny to look at. Talk, real talk.
0: Yeah, it's funny, but real it's talk. it's not what, I don't think it's what CBS is going for. Right.
2: Obviously yeah. <laughs> for the Masters, I don't think they're going for Holy Lane penises. <laughs> but.
1: I, all right. I, I, I don't recall. I probably just remember being jumped out of my seat once I saw the ball in the water. Oh, in
0: the water, yeah. yeah. Did you. Um, that was right Did we save it. that story? Did you save that video? Oh, yeah. we going to it. We'll show, we'll show it. We'll repost it for you guys. Uh, maybe right. have
1: them chime in and they can discern what he said
0: it would be great if they did i don't think it's gonna happen but it'd be great damn it um anyways
2: that's all good
0: so uh i just i just want to do one other thing uh, yeah. regarding like tigers uh tigers injuries and i just want to put in perspective for people i just wrote down a little timeline of of what happened and it sort of helps you because after this and it's a day later now right we're trying to like put this in perspective and I I, it's a very hard thing to do like we talked about how we felt we talked about what it means to history and everything like that but it it's hard to put this whole thing in perspective because of you know just how much he's been through the magnitude of of him as a sports star and everything else
2: you think so I I don't think it's hard to put this into perspective at all I think it is just a Cinderella story
0: no, he's not. I mean, he was the greatest golfer to ever play the game. It's a Cinderella it, story.
1: I don't know if Cinderella's yeah. story goes far enough. I mean, this is a guy that literally couldn't walk. That would be an upset. Two years ago. Yeah. When we speak about injuries, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a league tournament. The
1: guy that we you know, Noto Bengay, came on the telecast last night and said, the Tiger asked me to go pick up his kids from school when I went to visit him. Right. Um, Worry put something on Twitter that, very few people know how bad it was which leads me to believe that it's probably even worse than we think we all admit yeah Yeah. um and and to basically as tiger to use his words get a second chance by a walking miracle yeah to then win a masters from a guy that just wanted to walk and play with his kids again yeah i don't know what the right word is for that
0: i mean it's a yeah, it's 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 more than just a comeback, right? It's more. And in I mean, he's he experienced lows in all different types of ways sure. at all at different time, periods of time. So, I mean, like in 2012, between 2012 and 2016, he had two people forget about this. He had two knee surgeries. Yep. He had both knees operated on. He he won the 2008 US Open basically on a torn kill on a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Um sure. at Torrey, yeah. right? He had a, his first back surgery in in March of 2014. Um, you know, it was a or It was basically a disectomy. Um a disc trim. And then he had the second same surgery in uh, in September of 2015. He had a third back surgery and just four months later, in December of 2015, um, he had. Uh, and then in 2016, he finally plays again. He goes to the hero. Then you're thinking, okay, maybe he's back. Two months later, that he's he, he says he went under. He went underwent a fourth surgery. Um, That was the fusion surgery. Um, And then after that, he's, he gets the DUI. Like he, you know, he, uh, and that's not just a DUI people. we, We refer to it as a DUI now, but if you remember at that time, he had to go, back and get some help and now we don't know the rehab. extent yeah. if oh, you yeah. went to re- he, he, was he, he was said yeah. he went to rehab I mean he was he was on a he, pa- was, on he was, a was on pain, pain me- he was on a pain medication and Ambien like and, I mean like so anytime you're mixing that stuff you're just not in a great place mentally so and that I didn't even talk about everything that happened in 2010 and where he was mentally there and sex rehab and everything I mean the public humiliation at times yeah. so this is All the way coming back from that, because what happened in 2010 was after he won his last major, which was in 2008. And so if you think about that gap, the ups and downs, mostly downs since over the last 11 years, that's an incredible time period, 11 years. Like, it's not like he just had a bad year or two and he had one injury or had two surgeries. Like, he had multiple surgeries, multiple I mean, yeah, over a decade, it's yeah. 11 years. And if you really try to think hard about that, that's where it gets to me. It gets, it gets, I get like, holy cow. I can't what's crazy. just comprehend what's how crazy. It's what's crazy. unbelievable He's, that
1: he's obviously he's got more money than, than he could ever want. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it himself that he didn't know that he could, you know, play golf again. Um, and it had been so easy for as private as he is to just walk away and yeah. be a dad and and live. And he was contemplating, it, I think. and not see very much of him. But yeah, I think it's two things. Number one is I think he's obviously motivated by his kids because they want him to they want to see what everyone has told them about yeah. the dad and not watch it on a YouTube video, right? Um, and the, them getting to see that. And then number two, I think he's just extremely motivated to be and get everything he can out of his forty three year old body. Yeah, and I think mentally he's always knew that he was strong enough that he could compete just if his back or his, you know, physical state would let him. Um, and I think a strong mind gets you out of some really dark places sometimes. And and that's where it's more than just golf, right? It's, it's a, it's a story about redemption. It's a story about overcoming everything. Everything.
0: Yeah. And, and life. And that's, uh, yeah. Well said, well said. I mean, he always said, you know, where he said in his press conference, yeah, very, very well put, very well put. That was a highlight. Um, in his press conference, he said, look, I just, I had to piece together my swing. I always felt like he, he always felt like I my hands were still good enough. Right. Yeah. He said, I, I, if I could make a full golf swing, I, I felt like I could hopefully compete again, but he even had his own doubts at times. Like he also talked years ago about like wondering if he'd be able to compete again and saying, he first and foremost, he wanted to be able to take his kids to school and pick them up and have fun with them. And so it takes, it's a long road to go from that being a goal to winning another major tur- tournament. I mean, that's, it's just crazy. Um, so again, we all couldn't be happier for him. It's just, uh, it, it's just an amazing accomplishment. Fifth um, Masters. Let's fifth talk Masters. about fifth green jacket, baby. <laughs> let's talk about going forward. Sure. Um, we have, you know, he's not going to play as much this year, right? right. Um, but he's got a couple major venues that he's won at uh beth pga championship at beth page, page which is only a month away kind of crazy to think about and
2: then two months away and or then a, little bit more a is... month
0: after that we got pebble beach us open yeah, that's a track he loves we
2: have to go to that
0: um by yep the way. i'm working on it okay good come on
1: steve
0: um and then we've got uh and then we've got the royal port rush yeah uh to Remember end it it's... off um i i I mean, the Royal Portrush, the venue doesn't speak Tiger to me, but it, but the British Open does. I think like he knows how to win out there more than a lot of these younger, talented players know how to win on Lynx golf courses. Um, so I think that'll be uh, – Scotty, didn't you pick him to win there at the beginning yeah, of the Yeah, I um, did. I thought that – I think that'll be an intriguing for place Beth. for him.
1: Um, you know, obviously he's not driving the ball well, but he doesn't have to hit a lot of drivers right. there, which, which I think is good for him. And kind of takes the big bat out of the Brooks and Dustin and Rory's hands. Yeah. So, be, looking at the schedule, I, I think he'll play Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow. Um, obviously, he'll have a week off, but then before then in the PGA, and then I think he'll play the Memorial, which is Jack's event in in Ohio, and then have a week off, and then play obviously at Pebble. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get so too m- far down the road, but uh,
0: will he play before PGA? You I think say? he'll play Quail Hollow, Quail uh, yeah, at yeah, Wells okay. Fargo. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah.
1: Um, and then, because it's a perfect two weeks before yep. Pebble, and we know he's not playing anything after or before Major yep. consecutively.
0: Yeah. Uh, we know he won't do that. I'm just wondering, It almost feels like, is Quail Hollow two weeks away? Must be. I
1: think like th- almost two or three. I, I don't yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so it's just, he'll get some rest. Hopefully he'll be able to enjoy this more than they, his they tour championship RBC win. They play
1: RBC Heritage. They play, uh, the Zurich. All right. Um, so he'll get and two it weeks be, off. And then it's, then it's, it's, it's probably either three or four, I think, actually. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, he'll get a few weeks off. He'll get to enjoy this one. Unlike uh, unlike the Tour Championship, we had to get on a plane and go right to France. Um, so he'll get a little recovery time. I think he'll he'll be uh, he'll be in good shape for the next major coming up. Um, one other uh, kind of. Uh, Interesting thing. Well, Emily, who did you pick for the? uh, Did we go over all these majors? Do you remember who we picked for PGA Championship?
2: I picked. uh,
0: I don't remember. I (laughs) probably shouldn't have have brought that up. (laughs) I know I picked Tiger for U.S. Open. Pebble, yeah, I think I I might have picked Tiger. Tiger for U.S. Open. Yeah, it just seems like the right fit. But Beth Page, again, he's won there. He's done. He's done well. Um. So, I think that's, uh, that's, I mean, do we want to talk
1: about if he catches Jack? His thoughts?
0: Yeah. Um, I think in all reality, I think he's going to compete in every major this year, which means that I think if he gets through this year healthy, whether he wins another one this year or not, um, I think there's a good chance because I think now we're going to see that he's sustained his body for a couple years. He's learned how to rest. He's learned how to recover. He's learned what he's capable of and what he's not capable of. So, yes, I think if I'm going to go on the record, I would try to say that right now I think he will at least tie Jack's record over the next four to five years because I think he'll get, if he gets through this season, healthy because I, I I think that's a big part of it because he still self admits that he's sore that his body doesn't recover as quickly he's got to be more in tune with all those things yeah, he's got to eat right But
2: let's be honest you're 43 years old you're gonna be sore and your body is not yeah going exactly back. too yeah. but yeah I
0: mean I mean all these back so I just think I think if he can stay healthy then yes I think he'll I think he'll do it before you know he gets to 50 or whatever when when he Probably won't be playing on the tour anymore
2: <laughs> I think that's a I think that's a key is just keeping uh, maintaining uh, stability and um
0: what if he wins when he's like fifty one well and that's what I'm say, that,
2: that's what I was getting at <laughs> is that if he's able to crazy. figure out his rhythm right now. As he gets older, it's going to become harder. But he even said it, I think, in the press conference about how he's eating differently. And that's changed a lot in regard to his body recovery. And And technology just in general has completely changed probably just even five years from five years ago to now. So, I mean, to think about what five in, in five years what will bring? I think that he'll have a chance. I mean, if he remains healthy, he'll be golfing well into his fifties. Yep. that's me.
1: Sorry, the alarm. I'm gonna give you a hot take. I think not only does he catch Jack, I think he passes Jack now. Yeah, I, I want to. I, I think he gets at least one more green jacket. Fully on board. Uh, I like it. And I, and I I to Emily's point, he talked about it with you know Tom what Tom Brady's doing um yeah what lebron's doing to his body a million dollars a year to take care of his body for all the seasons he's played i
2: mean lebron's 33 so well i'm just
1: saying but like we've talked all the playoffs games and yeah yeah. i I I mean he he, he's outlasted everyone in that draft class and by the way i mean we can separate debate but i don't think bron bron's done winning championships but um he's going back to cleveland um (laughs) I, i just think i think because of like you said, he's got a, that great pair of hands yeah. and is still the best golf mind we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You, you would be a fool to bet against him. And if he yeah. just showed that. I think he's
0: already I the mean, favorite for the PJ Championship. Yeah. yeah. Just one win, already the favorite. He's sixth in the world golf ranking now. That's crazy to think I about. I mean, just
2: think about some of these greats that played um, earlier in the week, just in not practice round, but they were just playing and shooting the shit and all of. I mean, they're playing still really yeah. well. For how long? You played well.
0: I think he's going to get there if he stays healthy. I mean, that's really just it. I think he's got what it takes to win. I think the intimidation factor is still there, and the younger guys, like I said earlier in the podcast, are going to. Ha- they're. they're go- I mean, it's a real thing. Like they need to take this a little seriously to mentally prepare themselves for how do I feel? How do I? What's my strategy if I'm in a final group or I'm in the second to last group with Tiger and I got to beat him? Because when he gets that that blood red shirt on and he starts you- focusing and staying, I mean, the look in his eyes that whole sunday yeah. was unreal it was just like i'm focused awesome. on he didn't talk he didn't talk to his caddy didn't talk to anyone around him he just had that focus and i think i I don't think players are thinking enough about how they're going to feel with the crowd with him there with yep. everything else especially if they're friends with him like if jt or ricky yeah. or these guys that hang out with them at home like that's a real thing they're going to have to deal with when they're trying to win a major championship, and they need to think about how and they're going to the deal way,
1: with it. by the way, he said in the press conference he just prepared, and that's what was put him over the edge is that he was so prepared. Right. Um, and I don't know if anyone else is more prepared to play golf, at least on that golf course. Yeah, definitely
0: not him. there. I agree.
2: I just want to circle back, though, to Jack yeah. Nicklaus and his uh, tweet. Sure. Do you think it was a passive – Tweet or it was a sincere tweet?
1: Oh, I think sincere. Um, I think Jack loves the record. So he's not going to say. Uh, yeah. Jack doesn't, much. Jack doesn't want his record. I'm, to I'm trying broken. to
2: be kind of jokish here. Like, it. you Are know, you in the, in the respect of him being like, yes, shout out to you. Congratulations. And he's probably like, well, shit. Well, <laughs> he him shaking in
0: his boots. Yeah. He got interviewed on golf channel said, I'm shaking in my boots. Yeah, now, I, I like it. Uh, uh, yeah, he's I mean, I I think that you know, he, Jack's not going to come out and take shots at him. I mean, they play golf. Of the, course it's not, not. he's going to be a gentleman, but I I think there's a little bit of uh a part of Jack sure that wants to, you know, if he can throw off Tiger a little bit maybe subtly <laughs> some, <laughs> with some niceness in his tweets. 18 is 18. Yeah, he wants that 18 to stick, baby. There's no question. Um you know, so you know, I Jack's record, I think we all agree, is either going to get there or break it. Um, you know, the the one thing I'll say before we wrap that topic up, I guess, the last thing I'll say is th- the caveat there is that there is an era of golf now. I truly do believe that this is the most talented uh, in the deepest field oh, I think yeah. the PGA Tour has ever been. Um, so the talent pool is huge. Um, but like I said, his intimidation factor I think is still there. It, but it will be hard when all those guys like they were today are coming down the stretch. Like odds are, like a lot of times that birdie putt that Kepka has from ten feet, that's going in the hole. And you know maybe somebody won't make mistakes coming as much as Francesco did coming down the coming down the end. And so it's going to be it's going to be hard for him to do it. It's not it's not I don't think it's the same as the VJ and Ernie Els and 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 those days where. My Those guys are good golfers, but I just don't think it's the same. yeah, I don't think my it's question
2: becomes how do these guys, when facing or in the same group as Tiger and tigers in in contention to winning, how do they? That's overcome what just,
0: that's what i was just talking about but let me <laughs> let me
2: let me. i know but like but that's the question like i yeah. want to ask these guys yeah, like what yeah. do you it. do to prepare to overcome that and
1: by the way i didn't think their press conferences were great answers on that because they all showed deference but, exactly um and i i know you you want to say this field is, is as good as it's ever been but they're not as good as that guy and no. that guy just saw at 43 that he's still better than them no i agree and that is not good sorry, <laughs> for for a lot of those guys. So.
0: Uh, I agree.
2: But it's any given day too, and even Tiger said it. You know, he's been in the positions of of, of a little bit behind and trying to come up on top, or on top and and then losing uh, first place. So or first but, place contention. Remember, yeah, he's so.
1: competed in the last three now. Of course. And you know, he doesn't make that double at the British Open. He probably wins. Yeah. And if yeah. Brooks doesn't have. His Sunday Tiger probably wins at PGA,
0: so, yeah. But Brooks was there. I mean, that's the point, though. Brooks is the opposite side of the argument is Brooks. Brooks was there and what at he, the PGA. But, what
1: he, but if, but, but I guess my argument is if Tiger had to make the birdie on eighteen to force the playoff, are you betting that he misses or betting that he makes? You're probably betting at eighteen. You mean? Yeah, at eighteen. And at yeah, eighteen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're betting that Tiger makes that putt. Brooks it. missed. Oh the yeah. Play. Yeah. yeah. And that's the difference.
0: Tiger Tiger would not have missed that putt because right. Tiger knows those knows those greens like the back of his hands and that I mean he almost had the same putt. Right. Tiger left it on the right. It was just a straight putt. Right. Like Tiger left right. it on the right side, right. hit a little and too is, firm. And Brooks, Brooks was low. Yeah. Um but yeah, Tiger makes those. I I agree with you. But Brooks I mean again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Brooks beat him on the PGA championship. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if he was playing with him that day. I don't think he was, he but but he 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 played pretty well. Um so the talent pool is great. Let's just hope that we get leaderboards like this for the rest of the year. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. it every day. Like 10, give us 10 guys in the mix coming down the back nine on Sunday and give us Tiger there and let's go, baby.
2: I think everybody, of course, golfers, but all non-golfers will take that type of pool oh, yeah. without question. And I think it's the greatest thing for the golf community. And it makes me even so more good excited. for golf. It's so, so good for golf.
0: One last thing before we uh, leave. Uh, Zach Johnson, welcome to Team Wag on Whiff. Uh, <laughs> if anybody didn't see, Zach Johnson on a practice swing, like clings the ball at the top of his driver, it hits great. the hits the side, and then goes, "Oh shit!" <laughs> on on like the live coverage because uh, yeah. he's so he's okay. actually in the feature group that day. Um, and and Zach Johnson's a very a non swearing sort of religious kind of guy, so it, the whole thing was just a f- so funny to watch live. Yeah, sent I, him a T shirt. Did you? Yeah, we did, will. We it, absolutely yeah well too. let's have him on the pod we gotta get zj on the pod that was <laughs> uh that was crazy that was so good to watch because Kucher and poulter are with him they're laughing yeah. and uh, he, he's like he walks with his ball he like takes a practice swing <laughs> hits it then he walks after his ball because he obviously didn't mean to hit it and he's like wait a ha- minute what happens here Kucher's <laughs> like well you didn't mean to hit it did you he's like no it was a practice swing so they're like no so you can re-tee under the new rules if he did that last year he would have be been playing a second shot yeah. four feet in front of him yeah. on the tee box. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a tough one. And he ended up birding the hole, by the way. So that's, he, he so got he right got up there and ripped true it. Mulligan. He basically got a, the true you
2: know, anyways,
0: props to Zach Johnson. Anyways, uh, congratulations to Tiger Woods. Uh, what a tournament. Don't forget to uh, follow us on waggle and whiff. Uh, well, uh, on Instagram at waggle and whiff pod and on Twitter at waggle and whiff. Right into us um, and give us some DMs. We'll discuss on the show. Uh, and uh, what else do we got? I'm forgetting something. Oh, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes uh, Waggle and Whiff. Thank you guys for joining us. It's been a great Masters week. History has been made. Tiger Woods is a major champion again. Uh, we will see you next week. Let's
2: keep this train rolling. Let's yeah, keep well. this train
0: rolling, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Bye. Bye.